Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hi, and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm David Harvey. I'm a Senior Investment Analyst at Wealth Within. During the week, a client asked me a very interesting question, and that is that he'd been reading an article in the paper by a, uh, an economist, and uh, this, what this economist was saying, and I'm, you may or may not rely on what economists say, but uh, anyway, what this economist was saying is that the, he thought that the, uh, from his assessment that base metals uh, are set to outperform gold over 2010. So I thought, well, that might be a, a good area to do just a bit of uh, rudimentary research just to see if there was support for that view. So anyway, I mean, as you know, I'm uh, reasonably familiar with gold and uh, we've got a fair amount of data on that. And uh, in the past, I've done a number of podcasts on this subject from the point of view of gold being money. And uh, the thing is that gold becomes a little bit more attractive uh, during times when we see uh, currencies being devalued. Gold is really traditional. It's got a 3,000 year tradition in terms of being a means of exchange. And I think that some people uh, may forget that particular point uh, and that becomes an attraction for it and that's why reserve banks like to hold a lot of it and that's why India and China have been buying hundreds of tonnes of this gold. And I think Russia has even bought 120 tonnes of bullion over recent times. And uh, I think another thing I've said in one of my previous podcasts is that uh, China at the moment is even urging its people to put 5% of their savings into gold bullion. So what does that tell you about the countries, different countries' attitude to gold and what might be happening in the overall environment? I just get you to, to reflect on that. And these people, are, uh, or these countries, are those that are holding creditors of US dollars, and therefore I suspect that what they're wanting to do is to uh, put, the, put some of those US dollars into something that they don't see is going to go down. But anyway, looking at the, the technicals for gold, I'm, at the moment, uh, I'm starting to feel a bit more confident over recent months that gold fell down to about, what was it, 1,040, that sort of a level. And that was a level that I'd been expecting that it might come back to and hoping, I thought that 1,000 would certainly pull it up. But I thought that at 1,040 was probably enough for it to see a low. And that's that's happened. And now we're moving up. We're sitting at around the, what, 1,125, that sort of, that sort of mark. And uh, I think at the moment we're just seeing some early signs of, of a resumption of the, uh, the long-term bullish move in gold. But I don't think there's enough technically has happened at this point to, to me, for me to be able to say confidently that that is happening or that that is in place. I just think from the, the shape of the, the moves that I think that gold is now ready to uh, start to move back up again. I think the, uh, the next level of uh, resistance we can expect to see um, around 1140 to 1160. And uh, that's not too far away at the moment. And then once it's actually broken up nicely through that, and it has to break up nicely, uh, we'll then see it push through the all-time high of 1,226. And then I suspect over coming months, and that might take, I don't know, four to six months, and then we might get to, say, around the $1,300 mark. So that's sort of how I'm seeing gold at the moment. I don't think that uh, you can say that gold is definitely going up from here, but I would say that the the odds now are well placed to, to support that view. The other the other thing that's uh, I, I think is interesting to note in terms of whether gold is going into a um, bullish mode or not is that there seems to be a lot of money flowing back into the uh, major gold stocks at the moment, Newcrest and Lahia. And as we know that both of those stocks are unleveraged to uh, 
are unhedged as far as the gold price is concerned, so they're fully exposed to the movements in gold price, and the money has been flowing back quite strongly into both those stocks, particularly Lahia. You know, it's actually moved up quite nicely over the last uh, two or three weeks. So that could be that there's some investors around who've got a bit of confidence in gold, and a lot of the other resource stocks are not showing that uh, same sort of um, bullishness just at the moment, and they're the ones that might be more reliant on other metals, some of the base metals, which is really the other aspect of what I want to talk to you about today. And uh, anyway, I suppose the disadvantage for me is that I haven't done a lot of uh, research on the technicals for the base metals. And uh, our data, as our, as our data provider, doesn't give us this sort of uh, information. And uh, the, base, the, the base metals that I want to talk about are aluminium, copper, nickel, lead, zinc, those commodities. Anyway, I did a bit of, as, as we all do these days, uh, get, on, get on to Google. And I found some charts under www.kitco, K-I-T-C-O, metals, M-E-T-A-L-S, dot com, forward slash charts. So if you're interested yourself, you can find some five-year line charts. And also, this is the interesting bit, is they also have um, charts which show the uh, warehouse stock levels over the last five years. And that's very interesting reading. Um, so anyway, if, you, if you're interested, I'd, I'd suggest you go to this part if you want to take the, anything I'm saying today a little bit further. But anyway, I'll just give you some, uh, some of the summary conclusions that I came to for aluminium, uh, copper, nickel, lead and zinc. And that is that most of those uh, stocks, or, sorry, stocks, but most of those uh, commodities, um, the spot prices for them are showing that um, I think in the short term that there's going to be some nearby resistance, which might actually hold the price back over the short term. But nonetheless, that if uh, looking at the, the uh, medium term, there is upside potential for each of those, perhaps to go to around 20% on the upside. But nonetheless, that I think if it was going to do this, that ultimately that would certainly depend on the economic recovery over, uh, over the next year or so. And that has to be real recovery, not, uh, uh, I, I guess, supported strongly by all the stimulus spending that we're seeing at the moment. Uh, the other thing I noticed was that each of the base metals, other than zinc, is now running inventories or are now running inventories. And that, and by inventory, I mean this is the stockpile around the world uh, or stockpile, I think. Oh, wait a second, I might be wrong there in terms of around the world. I think that these inventories are either recorded in London. I suspect that's the case. But anyway, um, I'd have to do a little bit more research there to find out exactly uh, where these inventories relate to. But nonetheless, that what it showed in these charts is that all of the base metals that I referred to other than zinc are running at inventories that are four to five and a half times the historic levels. Now by historic I mean just over the last five years but that in itself I think is a very very interesting point and of course it begs the question as to why that might be and I might address that just in a moment. The next thing then is that zinc is now at 12 times the stock level of September 07. So there's a lot of zinc that's being uh, stockpiled. But nonetheless, this is this inventory level is just under the level of about five years ago. So what does that say? It might say there that uh, whereas with the other commodities that they are a much steadier consumption, that it seems that uh, zinc, there's a little bit more volatility in terms of supply and demand in that area. And I don't have the answer for that, but just as an observation. Okay, that, sort of, that was the sort of the results of that uh, a little bit of a research that I did on on those uh, base metals and their spot prices, and uh, I think important the important thing there was the uh, inventory levels, which I cover off in a moment. And I'd like to leave it there for the moment. I think uh, that's probably enough for one session. And uh, what I'd like you to do then is to join me when we move forward to our uh, the second part. And I'll just leave those thoughts with you. 
I hope you have a great week. This is David Harvey signing off from Talking Wealth. I look forward to catching you next time. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 SHARE TRADE.